Yo, 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 welcome to the Run of the Mills podcast, episode 111. Now that's three ones in a row. And what better number to have when we get to Romans 10, 17? Actually, there's, there's really nothing that those numbers have in common. But, hey, it's... Uh, Romans 10, 17, 10, 17. That's where we've been heading. And um, hey, let's see what it says. It says, so then, wait, wait, wait. If it says so then, then it must be connected to what came before it. So uh, just a reminder, what he's been talking about here is he has been talking about that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And then he went on to talk about how, hey, you can't call on the name of the Lord to be saved if you don't believe in him. And you can't believe in him if you have not heard about him. And you have you you can't hear about him if no one has told you about him. And so when he says, so then, faith comes by hearing. He's What he's talking about initially, and I think in the context is, saving faith comes by hearing. People are saved. People come to that that saving faith where they put their their trust in Jesus in the finished work of the cross when they hear the message when they and he says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God so they hear it and they receive it they believe it and if they haven't heard it well then it's really hard to receive it and believe it isn't it that's kind of his point that he's been making and one of the things i want to point out is something i've talked about uh, recently um just about how sometimes a word can be used different ways in the Bible. And so we have to sometimes read and go, wait, now, which way is this being used? With my kids, I've been talking a lot about the world lately. And we talked about how the world can mean the physical planet, Earth, the world, and how the world can be, uh, sometimes the world is the people, for God so loved the world. And then there's the world in the uh, in like verses like do not love the world or the things of the world um, or the world will hate you. Um, and it's talking more about the the present world system that is not Christian, the world system that is about the things of the world, which is things of the world are like um, the pursuit of pleasure and the pursuit of earthly prosperity the uh there's all sorts of different worldly ideas they're basically those ideas that are contrary to what the bible says but things that the world has embraced and sometimes there's a little overlap there but in general um there's the world's ideas and then there are god's ideas so again the world the world when you see that word can mean different things depending on the context and so the same thing with the word faith Right? When we see the word faith, the word faith does not always mean faith in the same sense of the word, even when it is the same Greek word. And so when we hear the word faith, it can be confusing. And this happened to me one time uh, with um, an elders meeting. We were having a meeting of church leadership, and there was a problem with some financial things. And there were some, some problems with uh, a person that was in charge of finances at that time. Um, not on a leadership level, but like on a treasurer level. And and uh, one of the comments that I had made was something along the lines of, well, if they don't have faith, then they shouldn't be in that position. Um, basically because they were acting um, on their own. They were, rather than um, 
rather than acting in a, in a role where they were like, I'm going to trust in the Lord to take care of this. It was, well, I have to take care of this and I have to step out on my own and do things in my own strength, which was not their job. And I might've been wrong uh, in my statement. I don't recall, but I do remember this, that somebody got really mad at me. And, and it wasn't until later that I realized, um, I think because somebody told me <laughs> the reason they were mad at me was because I had said the person wasn't a Christian which is not what I said at all. What I was saying was in this situation right now, they are not trusting God in the way that maybe I thought they should. I don't remember how, exactly how it went, but basically that was my point. My point was like, they're not trusting God in this situation. Now, I think we all go through that all the time. Um, we have those lapses of faith in certain situations where we were acting in our own strength and our own flesh. Um, but that what I was what I was saying was not this person wasn't a Christian, I was saying that in this situation, they weren't trusting God, not that they weren't trusting God for their salvation, um, like as in the Christian faith. And so that was, um, that was the misunderstanding was when I was using the word faith, they were hearing it as faith, the Christian faith. And I was speaking of as faith in the Lord for this situation. And so when we read the word faith, we need to check, is it talking about the faith, meaning the Christian faith, or is it talking about faith in a uh, instance by instance type situation? Or anyway, there, there are probably other ways it's used as well. Um, so, so when it says, so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, I think the contextual way that we take this is that he's talking about saving faith, that that's how people are saved is by faith. They hear God's word and they are saved. Now, I personally have used this verse many, 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 many times in a way that maybe doesn't fit the context. Um, but I don't think it makes it not true. Uh, so anyway, I'll kind of tell you what I mean by that. So it says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, it's not saying only saving faith, but it says faith, and I think it's in general. The context, I think, would lead us to believe that it's, he's talking about, saving faith. But I think in general, the, the, the principle is probably the same. And this is kind of how I've used it many times, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When you hear God's word, your faith increases. Now, why would that be the case? Why, you know, and I've said this to people plenty of times, like, how many of you want to have more faith? And everybody raised their hand. And I said, okay, well, if I could give you a simple thing to do to increase your faith, would you do it? Most people raise their hand, sure. Well, hear God's word. Open it up, read it, study it, listen to it. Um, and it will increase your faith. Well, why is that? Well, it's not the only way to increase people's faith. I remember I had a pastor that used to say, like, nothing increases people's faith the more than seeing other people get saved, you know. And I I think that was an opinion. But um, but but this is clearly not the only way that to increase in your faith, but it does because here's the thing. When you open up God's word and when you read it, and when you hear it, there's an interesting thing that happens. And that is you find that God does what he says. What God says he will do, he does. And he's faithful to do it. And when you read God's word, you'll read things in there that are true and you'll go, oh, I've experienced that. That's, I know that to be true. And the more you read it, the more you, the more information you have about him, 
which makes it easier to put your faith in him. Um, when a Mormon missionary comes to my door, which they don't anymore because they live in a barn, but before I lived in a barn, when they come to my door, I would often ask them, like, is your God still learning? Is your God still growing? Is he still expanding? And they will say yes, because their God is. And, and I would say, well, I can't put faith in that God. I can't trust that God. And they would say, oh, of course you can't. Well, I said, no, I can't, because he doesn't know anything. He doesn't know everything. And if he doesn't know everything, that means he can be wrong about things. And if he can be wrong, I can't put total faith in him. I can put partial faith in him, but I have to trust a lot in my own experience, my own wisdom, because I'm like, this guy, he might know a lot, but he doesn't know everything. And so I can I put total faith in a God that is not have total wisdom and total knowledge? I don't think so. And so when we read the Bible and we see the things that the things it says about God, we see those things um, acting, working out practically in our lives. And we say, well, this is, this is true. And when you, the more you know about God, the greater your faith will be, because it's not necessarily that you have more faith, but you have a greater God. And the greater your God is, the easier it is to put the faith you have in him. And so oftentimes I like to put it like this. It's not the amount of faith that you have. It's where the object or what the object of your faith is. So when Jesus says, you know, he was a uh, the faith of a mustard seed can say to this mountain, be moved. And, you know, and it will be. And well, most of us have tried that at one time or another, but and, and no mountain moved. And we're like, well, I guess I don't have faith of a mustard seed. Uh, but that's not what, that's not what he's saying. He's speaking figuratively. And the point being, if God puts a, if God tells you to go from here to there and in between here and there, there's a mountain then you can say, well, God told me to get there. So therefore that mountain has to move. And so why would I say that mountain has to move? Because God told me to go from here to there. And so if God has told me to, that I'm going to that spot, that I'm going to get to that spot, then he can move the mountain. Now, do I have to have great faith for him to do that? Or do I have to have a great God for him to do that? Because the thing is, the greater your God is, the easier it is to put faith in him. I'm going a little long today, but this is one of my favorite little illustrations that struck me a few years back when I was on an airplane. When I looked around the plane, I noticed before it took off that there were some people that were already asleep. There were some people that were like, you know, you could tell that they were really nervous. Some people were studying like the the disaster preparedness card, you know, but everybody seemed to have a different level of comfort. But what they all had in common was this. Everybody was on the plane. Everybody had enough faith that that plane was going to get them to its final location. So like if you were talking about getting to heaven, everybody had saving faith. We were all going to arrive in heaven, but all of us were not going to experience the trip in the same way. There were some people that had such great faith in that plane for whatever reason, maybe it was through their experience. Maybe they'd studied airplanes or maybe they looked at statistics and said, this is safer than driving a car or safer than walking on the sidewalk. So I can relax because I have that information, that knowledge from my study and from my experience, I can put, I can, I have greater faith in this airplane and somebody else who's stressing out. Well, they have enough faith to get them to the destination, but they don't have enough. Uh, they don't have enough faith along the way to keep them from stressing out. And it's the same thing with our walk with the Lord. And that's why I think what when we come to this verse and we talk about, well, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Well, the more I know about him, the more I study, the more I read about him, the greater 
knowledge I have of him, the greater I see him to be and the more trustworthy I recognize that he is and the easier it is to put my total faith in him. And so does my faith grow or does the object of my faith grow? Well, I'd say both. I'd say both. I see that God is more faithful, which makes it easier for me to put more faith in him. So if you're lacking faith today, get in the Bible. Don't just listen to me gab for 10 minutes a day, though. Hopefully it's a blessing to you. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. God bless you.